Chapter Three: Two Dimples. By all accounts, Xu Fengyan was quite a handsome and striking Casanova. Several popular courtesans in Ling Province had been fighting tooth and nail over him in jealous fits. If anyone in the castle dared to shoot daggers at Xu Fengyan and displayed their hatred of him unreservedly, that would be the maid who, at this moment, was distancing herself from several servant girls who were smiling coyly. Jiang Ni was her name. In Western Shu, Jiang was the national surname. She was the princess of Western Shu, and her real name was Jiang Si. Twelve years ago, Western Shu was destroyed by Lord Xu. That was when Jiang Ni entered the Northern Liang Palace. Xu Fengyan waved away the others and cheekily said, "So, is her royal flatness disappointed that I didn't die in foreign lands?" How could I bear to die before I help you through the passage of womanhood? Your chest is swelling up nicely. Seems like her royal fullness is a better fit for you now. Unperturbed, Jiang Ni maintained her poker face. Hidden beneath her sleeve was the dagger oracle, worth twelve cities. She would instantly slice off Xu Fengyan's head, given the chance. But when she saw that other man. She had to suppress the impulse to gamble with her life. The man in question was the big bear among Lord Xu's foster sons, Yuan Zhuozhong. His abilities were almost on par with the Ten Masters. Before his journey, Xu Fengyan once told her, "I'm only giving you one chance to kill me. Fail to kill me the second time, and I'll kill you." Alas. As she blossomed into adulthood that year, despite managing to lure Xu Fengyan onto her bed, she missed out on the opportunity. Your Highness, I finally see you. I hadn't been able to eat well these three years. A dandy fat man rushed over as he spoke in tears, like the big bear. He was also Lord Xu's foster son. His name was Chu Lushan, the lackey dog of the three canines. It was this fat man who gave Xu Fengyan his snow-white Jia Falcon. All in all, a smooth-talking backstabber with incorrigible lust. The fatty sniggered. Your Highness, I took in a new babe. All smooth skin and tender flesh, and I have reserved her especially for you. Xu Fengyan nodded his head. Fill me in. As the two were talking, Lord Xu sauntered in with a slight limp. His left leg was struck by an arrow during his Western Shu war campaign. On seeing Lord Xu's coming, the portly Chu knelt down on the ground. While Yuan Zhuozong merely bowed, Xu Fengyan said sulkily, "Lord Xu, let me ask you, as a father, what do you do when someone bullies your son?" Lord Xu humored him, "Why, I'd obliterate the whole clan, of course. If that's not enough, 
You may work their wives and concubines like cattle, and plunder their property just to spend it all one go. Xu Fengyan took out a piece of paper, writ full of his enemies' names. Gritting his teeth, he said, "So, Dad, these fellows are all my enemies. Hurry and finish them off." Lord Xu took out the paper, finished reading it, and said with a slight apprehension, "Son, that's quite a lot of enemies you've got, and it's a long stretch to call many of them enemies." Xu Fengyan lamented amid sighs. My dad doesn't dote on me, and my mum's not here to love me. There's no point in living such a wretched life. Lord Xu was quick to chirp in. I'll do it. I'll do it. No questions asked. Having made the promise, Lord Xu turned his head and said in a solemn tone, "Yuan, prepare two storming cavalry companies." And stand by for orders. Chu, kill those traitorous bastards on the list if you must, but make it a bit more palatable. I'll give you a year and a half to plan it out. Yuan Zhuozong bowed and said, "Yes, my lord." The portly Chu also stood up and bent down. I am on it, my lord. But just then, Xu Fengyan. Retrieved another name list, this time with only a tenth of the number of people on the previous one. He chuckled, "Old pot, you can't think I'd really make you the mutual enemy of a dozen noble families and half of the world's fighters, can you? Here, look at this one. It's too bad for these unlucky devils, but leave the rest." Lord Xu heaved a sigh of relief. In all seriousness. He took the second piece of paper and nodded. Since you say so, then we won't raise too much fuss. Settle it within a year. Lord Xu threw a sharp glance towards his foster son Chu, and the latter took up the paper before immediately retreating. Seeing the rosy color slowly returning to his son's face, Lord Xu was brimming with contentment. He pleaded gently. Long Xiang's not willing to go to Mount Longhu, so how about you coax him into it? He listens to you. Xu Fengyan nodded. Yeah, I know. Go do your stuff. Don't bother me while I'm fishing. Every time Jiang Ni came face to face with Xu Xiao, a chill ran through her body, nipping every rash thought in the bud. It was as if he was the world's most fearsome man. Yet, even so, Jiang Ni was determined to slug it out and find a chance to kill Xu Fengyan as part of a grand vengeance. Xu Fengyan reclined sideways on the set and muttered softly, "Jiang Ni, you should head out when you have the chance." Jiang Ni sneered. Your Highness goes on a trip, and a bunch of people suffer an unjust disaster. What a grand gesture, befitting the heir of the Grand Consul! Xu Fengyan laughed. How else will I help you pop the cherry? The corners of Jiang Ni's mouth twitched; her lips pressed in resentment. Xu Fengyan smiled lightly, 
When you get angry, and when you're happy, there are those two dimples, bless. Love them. So don't kill me off just yet. Let me catch a few more glimpses. An expressionless Jiang Ni replied, Just you wait. The next time I'm killing you, I'll laugh most happily. Xu Fengyan straightened himself and with his back towards Jiang Ni, exclaimed rather poetically, That would undoubtedly be the most captivating scenery in the world, 